Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hello, Andrew Nimi. Hello, welcome back. Two weeks in a row. In the closet. This is exciting. Does this mean we're officially back? No. Can you not ask me that question? You don't want to commit. <laughs> you have a fear of commitment. No, I'm living in the moment. Are you? Yes, this is so, what I'm doing. So you don't want to look past week two. Correct. Into week three of the Tells reboot. Yes. I want to just be in this moment, mm -hmm. enjoying this moment as I create Tells reboot episode two. I'm sure that's what a lot of guys say to girls when they want them to commit. They just want to be in this moment <laughs> and not look past right now. Don't they? And I'm and sure- yet you women still pressure us to do more than what you're doing right now. <laughs> oh my goodness, wow. <laughs> this is escalating way too quickly. You didn't see that coming, did you? I did not. Um, but yes, I am usually a planner, you know, mm -hmm. like look to the future, but in this time, I mean, I think I like to be in the present. Mm -hmm. This time meaning what? This time of uh, uncertainty and the world being discombobulated. I think it's so much more soothing to my soul to just be here now. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the way we're supposed to be. I can't disagree with that mm -hmm. at all. I, I mean, this past week has been amazing i yeah. feel so happy hmm. and i feel bad saying that yeah you know i feel bad to say that i feel happy sure but like if you ask me why i'm happy it's because i've been sitting out in the sun for 30 minutes a day or whatever between eight and nine mm -hmm. in the morning or nine and ten which i have always had this opportunity and I've never taken it. Yeah. So maybe it's like part, partially a new appreciation for like the little things in life, such as. Like sunshine. Yeah. The uh, the hour and a half that we get direct sunlight on our balcony <laughs> <laughs> and grabbing onto that and utilizing it to its to its maximum. Right. In between uh, work, work sessions. Yeah. I mean, I could have always taken a work break and gone and enjoyed the balcony for half an hour but i never let myself do that i was mm -hmm. like gotta work mm -hmm. gotta stay focused and now it's like you definitely want to soak that that direct sunlight up while it's there right i mean partly it was you know the idea of oh you need to get vitamin d and i was like okay i guess i need to get some vitamin mm -hmm. d turns out it actually feels good i know it feels good but because there's nobody knows how long we'll be in this situation, it is so freeing to not always be becoming. I just am, right? I'm excited to have coffee in the morning. And that's like a highlight. I'm excited to say, Andrew, it's sun o'clock mm -hmm. and shuffle out onto the balcony and enjoy sunshine for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's got nothing to do with like how much money I made or lost in the markets that day and it's just in the moment things well i mean like sh surely like part of it is that you can only do right now you can only do uh what's in front of you like there's no choice other than to just do what's in front of you so it's like impossible to plan anything right whether that's like for yourself or with other people or yes. like scheduling anything so there's no choice but to be in the moment 
Yeah. And it's so liberating. But the craziest thing is realizing that you could mostly live this way. Yeah. Without all the stresses of the outside world and like the entire world. No, like the stresses of not over planning your life. Yeah. You know, I read an article about a guy who lives up in the mountains in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And so he was giving quarantine tips on how people can get through this time. Um, Especially people like who are a lot more social and extroverted. Like I know now for sure that I'm a definite combo of extrovert and introvert. And I think leaning more towards introvert because having not to make plans, I'm just like, this is kind of wonderful. Yeah. There's that joke that's going around Twitter. It's like, this is the introvert's time to shine. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. Is the introvert's time to shine? <laughs> I guess so, yeah, because you can, you know, there's there's no plans that you have to say no to or worry about saying no to or being forced to say yes to, all that stuff. It's just you, your apartment, and Netflix. No, and, I mean, and, and my... King and, and Joe Exotic. <laughs> Joe Exotic. And Carol fucking Baskin. <laughs> that people have been blaming everything on now. That bitch. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's amazing to not have to think of the boozy I'm going to become, you know, in some future date. Yeah. Because I'm going to work so hard and then I'm going to become this person. Yeah. It could just be this boozy forever. Yeah. And I, I quite like her. Do you um, like Andrew? Current Andrew? I mean, I'll tell you what. Uh, I mean, there's probably some people that are kind of bummed to hear it, but like, it's nice to not have to, you know, be scrambling around and like making sure everything's done before the next meetup game. And then that entire cycle, just like repeating itself, you know, over and over and just always be looking at the next upcoming thing that I need to get done before getting on the next plane. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it's pretty nice to just, to just chill and do some different things, change up the lifestyle, wake up at 545 in the morning, believe it or not. Yes, it's actually happening. (laughs) Seeing sunrises, what's that like for you? Pretty awesome. Yeah. Living the dream over here. Not going (laughs) to lie. And it is, it's still like early days. I feel so fortunate because like I told you, you know, I have these practices that are keeping me grounded, like my meditation. And I signed up for this metaphysics class Mm -hmm. and our homework is gratitude work. So you have to say every day what you're grateful for. And those little actions do actually change your mindset. Oh, I'm so grateful for this delicious banana nut muffin that I'm able to bake. Things that you take for granted. You're like, yeah, of course I deserve a freaking banana nut muffin whenever I want. This is America, you know? Mm-hmm. So the problem is that you also like feel kind of bad about all that you were saying. I do because it feels like it's almost as if I am not cognizant of the struggle and pain that people are going through, could be going through. Mm-hmm. And it's not that at all. Because, I mean, we're like one race, right? Human race. So you feel like, oh, I should be in this like same mindset as everybody else. But fear and worry has never helped anything. Yeah, but there's also like real effects that are being felt at the moment, not just fear and worry. You know, like people are out of work and stuff. Yeah, but from this space, then I can take action, right? Like, look, okay, how can I, as an individual, do something to help? Whether that's giving money, that whether that's like 
reaching out to your neighbor to see, like we have a neighbor who is in the medical space. I mean, we'd planned a floor-wide happy hour for months and it never happened, Mm -hmm. you know. And this is the time where we're actually like reaching out to Glenn and talking to him. Mm -hmm. So there's like that side of it too, right? So it's not like I'm pretending that nothing is happening and everything is great. But I feel that without excessive fear and worry, then you can actually make decisions. You can take action. And that's not to say I don't have fears, but we were talking about it earlier this week. You have to face those fears. Like you have to go down the path of what is the worst case scenario that I can imagine in my mind and who am I in this scenario and what could I possibly think of doing so in what do that you mean? space? Interesting, but sounds kind of out there. So give me like an example of what that looks like for you. Like a fear for me about my family back in South Africa, mm-hmm. right? Like if the... Yeah, I mean, they're not letting them buy alcohol. What the hell? What the <laughs> hell is going on in South Africa? <laughs> they don't drink anyway, so they're perfectly fine. Really? Not Not worried about the alcohol. Oh, your so, family, you mean? Yeah, my family doesn't okay. drink anyway, so... <laughs> That is the least of their worries. That's good. And they don't have a dog. People can't walk their dogs. What is going on in South Africa? Yeah, apparently there's no jogging, no dog walking. Yeah, no cigarettes. No cigarettes, no alcohol. I mean, it's like a deep like forced proper, government detox. Proper lockdown. Yeah, I mean. Which is important. They are living under martial law, right? I mean. Basically, yeah. Soldiers out enforcing the stay home quarantine life like apparently you have to produce a receipt if you say if you claim that you're going to the grocery store you have to produce said receipt what if you're on your way there i don't know if you're on your way there i don't know how that works but if you said you know they ask you where have you been yeah and you say i went to the grocery store you have to but like what if you went to the grocery store and there was nothing. The things that you wanted were oh, there. Oh, yeah, you couldn't buy anything. <laughs> so there's You have many... to have a cashier write you a note. <laughs> <laughs> there's too many failure they have to options They have to here. print you a blank receipt. Yeah, too many too many failure options in this, in this system. Okay, so one of your biggest fears or up there is family. Right. How they're doing like, back home with this. How they're doing, what if the internet goes down and we lose connection? Now I have no way to know whether they are doing okay or not. Right. Sorry for yet another uh, derail, but apparently the biggest internet provider in Southeast Michigan, there was construction going on and the construction crew cut their cable. Oh my gosh. Without any sort of notice. Nobody talked to one another. They accidentally cut the cable all of Southeast Michigan without internet or vast majority of people. Oh. That you see is in a my time like this. That is one of my fears for sure. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, you know, so I think it's talking to my family and making sure do we have a contingency plan? Like what would like what does that look like? Make sure you have extra money for cell phone data, you mm-hmm. know, so that we can hopefully maybe communicate that way. I don't know. But as long as I go through each one of those going this is a possibility this could happen this is what i'm afraid could happen what can i do i mean and the biggest thing is once you've gone through that path you have to bring yourself back into the moment because you're not there yet you have to remind yourself that human beings are very resilient as well i this is what i'm reminding myself Mm. that i'm part of the human race so therefore resilient and 
if it gets shitty, I am resilient. Nobody knows what it looks like on the other side. Mm. Um, but okay, I can then spend the end of this life as we know it, terrified and frightened or, you know. Americans are going to start wearing masks now. Tell me more about that. Well, I think the CDC is recommending everyone wears masks when they go outside now. Like if they go to the grocery store, you know, obviously no one's, there's really not that much going outside aside from these things like the grocery store. But yeah, like when you go out. Wear a mask. They say wear a mask. It's not mandatory. They're not going to be like ticketing you for not wearing one. Donald says he probably won't wear one. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, but he doesn't have to go to the grocery store too. I mean, there's, well, there's I mean, that. He is interacting with a lot of people. Though. I know. And they stand pretty close at yeah. those press briefings. I don't know how they. Seems like it should all be done digitally or. Right. I don't know why they're all standing together like that every yeah. morning. So but what is your fear? What is my fear? Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to s- like say it because there's so many people that are in shitty spot right now, but like, we're pretty lucky to like be in this spot. It's interesting because poker players are in a, they're in such a unique spot because assuming they were responsible poker players, they've built up a bankroll that they were using and they probably have more savings than the the average American household, like by a pretty decent stretch. They're probably living relatively meager, uh, you know, if they were doing this poker thing right and not having huge expenses, but just having that padding of a the bankroll to like get them through this sort of a time. Mm-hmm. That's pretty lucky. And also that you can play online. So like your job, your, your job moves from the casinos to online poker, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be as successful as you were playing right. live poker. Or, yeah. Or profitable. Cause there's adjustment, yeah. right. To be made. From, Big adjustment. What are the biggest adjustments that. As far as poker to... play. Yeah. Cause obviously there's, you want to play multiple tables or no. Probably. Uh, it takes some getting used to being able to shift between all the tables, but I think, a, I think a generally good poker player can make that shift somewhat easily. I think the hardest, the harder part is, uh, dealing with tilt because everything's happening, happening so much faster in online poker. I sort of equate it to, uh, to road rage, you know, because like, I know, I know, <laughs> well, you know, for sure <laughs> this girl rages. <laughs> I'm much better now. Thank you very much. Somewhat better. Much, okay. baby, like much. Mm-hmm. I'll do the driving. That's fine. <laughs> um, I think part of the reason why people road rage, I've heard, is because everything is happening fast. You know, like you're moving at a literally faster speed than your everyday human life. Mm. And therefore, all of your senses are heightened. Mm-hmm. And you just, uh, you know, you you fire off. You, you fly off the handle a little bit faster or a lot faster. Mm. Uh, I think online poker is the same way. You know, everything's happening so much faster. It can happen like a bunch of bad things can happen like back to back, especially if you're playing multiple tables. So that doesn't really happen in live poker. You know, granted, you can like run back to back hands, run bad in those situations, but it's just everything is just exponentially faster in online poker. So dealing with tilt, I think, is uh, a unique animal mm-hmm. in online poker. Uh, aside from that, online games are generally tougher just because like, it would be like the most convenient thing in the world, like the most convenient job to just like fire up online poker tables, play a game and make money. Right. Right. Who wouldn't want to be able to do that? A lot of people, extroverted people. Yeah. You want to have like, sounds like a nightmare. You want to have, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would still want to have human interaction and that's not like you can't still go do that. Right. You know, to be able to just sit at home and grind it out. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty cool gig. 
So therefore all the best players are going to want to be in that environment and therefore the games are going to be tougher. So anyway, what was the question? Adjustment to online poker and what your fear is. I mean, I it, it is not lost on me how lucky we are. Never, yeah. not one moment. Yeah. The flip side of that is that in our daily life, we wake up and run the risk of ruin every single day. You could go to the casino and tilt so hard and lose everything. Unlikely, but it's possible. Yeah, that's not going to happen. In this situation, how's that going to happen? If I fire off and not, like, if I step up in high stakes because I'm so tilted out of my gourd. Right. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, the, we have sure. to talk about that. I mean, the anti-fragility that you have to have to or build up as a poker player is different. Yeah, I mean, I, I equate, I, I guess I lumped that all in with tilt, but yeah, you're right. But I don't have that fear, really. Wow. Okay. That's good. I do. For me? No, for myself. Oh. Yeah, you could just tilt your face off and go broke in like a day. So you could say, okay, I feel I'm not afraid because I have a little bit of savings as a poker player, right? What if, even with money, like if we run out of food, for example, money's not going to mean anything. You mean if like the country runs out of food? Right. Sure. Money won't mean anything because there will be no food to buy whether you have money or not. So you know what I mean? So it's also it's like a faux you, sense of security. Have you seen that movie Alive, I think it's called? Mm-mm. It's it's about the, uh, the the soccer team that was on a plane crash and they crashed in the mountains and then they were stranded up there for like two weeks and the, the, the passengers that died, they got eaten by the passengers that lived. Oh, Lord, no. But, I... <laughs> Okay, this conversation is going all the wrong way. Just so you know, if we run out of food, Andrew is going to eat me, apparently. Okay, so if you wonder... Or vice versa. If you wonder what happens to me, and then no one one person has been eaten by the other one, per Andrew's... Thought process. Okay. If tells goes on, but only one of us, you will know what happened, what went down. We will just not speak of it aside from right now. Okay. Dark, 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 dark. Okay. Let's move on from fears. Um, I think it's not responsible to not acknowledge your fears. But when you come back to the moment and say, in this very moment, if you're fed, If you are healthy, that's what you've got in this moment. Yes, you might be jobless or whatever the situation is, but in this moment, you're okay. I always, have you ever heard of Eckhart Tolle? I bought that book, donated it. I think I bought that book and donated it about three times. Because every time it's got several books, I'm sure. The Power of Now, which is the most popular one. I bought and donated that book. At least three times, because every time I tried to read it, I was like, ah, okay. I would fall asleep reading that book. But the premise is that nothing else exists but now. And I was like, this guy is smoking crack. Does not does he not want to be a better version of Eckhart? Does he not want to be a millionaire version of Eckhart? Does he not want to be a better <laughs> husband version of Eckhart? Like, I was just like, okay, dude, thanks. Yeah. And now... I caught a glimpse this past week. I was like, oh, I might have a glimpse of what Eckhart was talking about. Maybe he's not completely crazy. Okay. So I might buy the book Mm -hmm. a fourth time 
You were and just you were just too immature to understand it. I was very young. This is true. Young and dumb. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew Nimi. Okay, let's move on. So, uh, how has your poker online poker grind been going? It's so so. I mean, I haven't been putting a ton of time into it. It definitely hasn't replaced the live poker grind for me at this point. I guess I've taken up another interest more so than moving into online poker, even though I am still in the online poker streets. Mm. And that interest is the markets. Mm. Mm. Indeed. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. How is your interest in the markets? How is my interest? Yeah. Very how, high. Very high. Yeah. I have a text message group, you know, I don't know how expert the people that are in this text message group are aside from maybe one guy so but it's you know it's kind of similar to the uh, the old days of, of poker text message group andrew mm-hmm. uh just chatting about like what's happening in the market today and different ideas and stuff and how each of us is approaching it mm-hmm. but uh yeah just dabbling a little bit no uh no big bets at the moment just kind of seeing where things are going to settle put a couple shorts on this week those seem to do okay mm-hmm. but yeah not for very big amounts definitely but yeah it's interesting you know this uh, waking up at 5.45 for the market open at 6.30, being at the desk with coffee in hand, <laughs> contacts in. Contacts in. Taking the sun o'clock break and then doing that until 1 p.m., which is market close time here in Vegas. And then after that, maybe fire up the online poker tables a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to get back into the streaming. I want to do a little more of that. I've only done that maybe like five times so far, but uh, need to fire that up again. I spoke to your mom and she was like, oh, Andrew's finally taking a break. (laughs) I was too afraid to tell her that that's not true. (laughs) She was like, oh, I'm so happy that he's finally taking a break. I was like, um. It's just impossible for me. Well, well. All right. Hit Andrew up on Twitter for all your stock market picks. (laughs) He's going yeah, to make right. you a millionaire. Yeah, right. <laughs> now you're going to have to like put in the legal disclaimer that this is not financial advice, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. And this is not what Tells is about. Tells is about poker and love. That's right. Yeah. We might have to change the, the subtitle if this continues, though. Uh, how is your love life during this time? How is your love? How is my love? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're doing pretty good. How many arguments have we had? Like one and a half, maybe? Something yeah. like that. Three weeks. That's pretty pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, this is like the most time that we've spent in close quarters, you know, over an extended period of weeks. Probably since we started dating. Yeah, maybe ever. Do so you, far, so good. Are you learning things about me? I think so. When you force us to have an actual conversation, yeah. Why am I still the one forcing us to have a conversation, though? This is the problem. You know your role in this relationship. What is your role? Mine is the communicator. What's your role? To be the calm, rational one. Maybe. Sometimes. I am not not calm. To do the dishes. (laughs) You do do a great job with the dishes. And you've been helping out with the cooking, which is really nice. Yeah. What is that? Sous chef. Yeah, you're a great sous chef, even though you try and do it with one hand while grinding poker bros with the other, <laughs> which doesn't work out well. No, not for your nerves. Not for my nerves. It's on your nerves. I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to push my in-the-momentness that I'm experiencing onto you, because when I sure. stop to like cook, that's all I'm doing. I told doing. you I just had to wait for the big blind to sit out, and then I was going to be with yeah, you. Yeah, but that but was you couldn't wait seven four, minutes later. Four hands. Well, I had four tables, and these are full, full ring tables, so you just got to wait. But also, what else is supposed to happen in that 
situation. You, I always say, no, over communicate. You say, okay. I have, I don't I'm know. waiting for the big blind. I think I said that. And then you were still I like, this isn't going to work. Just let me do it. <laughs> but I didn't know that you were playing four tables. <laughs> you need to over communicate because mm-hmm. what, is, what you think about in your head is not enough for the person that sure. you're communicating to. Sure. Makes you sense. You need to say, okay. give more detail. Indeed. You know? Yep. Also. Thank you to every single body that has purchased favorable apparel. Yeah. People uh, supporting the small business. Yeah. That's cool. In turn, we can support other small businesses. Sure. Uh, I would also like to know if there's anything we can do in terms of communication or what have you for people. What do you mean? I don't know. Just if anyone just wants to say hi or something, shoot a message. Hello at tellspodcast.com. Okay. So you want people to write in. Yeah, just, you know, just if you want to reach out and connect. Andrew just wants to hear your love questions. Still, same Andrew. I've given up hope on that. You've given up. But I mean, this could did... be an interesting time for love questions. That's since right. people are actually together. Yeah, let us know how this is going so far, good or bad. Hello at tellspodcast.com. We can solve all your close quarter. All of them. All your close quarter questions. Because... Our apartment is very small. Mm-hmm. We're currently recording the podcast in an even smaller, warmer closet. So we've managed to not kill each other for three weeks in a, I don't know, what is our apartment? Less than 1,000 square feet? 1,000 square feet? 1,000 something-ish. That's a lot. I mean, think of the people in New York in 300 square feet apartments. Yeah. So anyway, let us know how your situation is. Okay. How close are your quarters? What challenges you may or n- may not be having? Mm-hmm. You know, if you have success stories, like yep. um, I read an article actually the other day. We would love to read some of these stories on the next episode and your privacy will be kept 100%. Yes. Minus your first name. Minus your first name. But yes, because we're not really doing anything. So this same recap of... Me being happy about making a banana nut muffin every week could get kind of boring. Um, but I. No, we've been making some decent cocktails. That was what we were supposed to talk about this time, but nobody sent a damn recipe. Yeah, because they didn't think we'd come back. Maybe. So we're back. And we'll be back until the foreseeable future, I'm committing. Okay. What were you going to say? This couple in New York have a 300 square foot apartment. And when they first found the apartment, they would come home. Each person was supposed to behave like pretend that you're alone, you know. So you walk in the door and you just pretend like you're alone. You do everything that you would do alone to help them because they moved from Dallas. And I mean, Texas, everything's bigger in Texas to this tiny uh, New York apartment. And so how they got through not getting into each other's hair was just to come home and for an hour or so, just pretend that you were home alone. Mm. And then that helped them be themselves mm-hmm. even when they were together in this very small space, which yeah. I thought, oh, what a what a clever. We could try that. I think we already do that. Pretend we're alone for a week. So I just don't talk to you for a week. Yeah. I wonder what you're going to eat, but okay. <laughs> got a lot of snacks in there, in case you forgot. You're going to eat all the snacks. Okay. <laughs> all right. Maybe not a week. Maybe an hour. We could try it. Well, no, we could do that. I think we would do that naturally anyway. Yeah. You, you do know, your like thing sometimes. Reading, but it makes sense. Out. It makes sense like when they, they would do it like when they first came home. You yeah. Know, get some time to decompress. 
Yeah, I thought that was really, really clever. But I was still trying to tell you about the guy who lives up in the mountains of Colorado. He sounds boring. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I'll say it. I'll put the, the article in the show notes Great. for people who might be interested on the tips of how to enjoy your own company. Do you think he's on Poker Bros up there? Maybe. I Maybe. think so. Yeah, I think he's crashing. Good for him. Yeah. I would also like to hear from someone who is physically alone during mm -hmm. this time. I imagine what that would be like, but I would like to hear from somebody. So if you or you know somebody who is at home physically alone, hopefully still talking to friends and family via technology, write to us. Hello at tellspodcast.com. All right, wrap it up. Anything else? Nope. Uh, you started working out again? I guess so, yeah. You guess so? Yeah. You're well, not fully committed yet? One hand on a dumbbell, one hand on poker bros. <laughs> Don't you think one hand is going to be, one arm is going to be bigger than Switch the other? Switch back and forth, obviously. Set the phone on the floor, do some push-ups. You while, know you, while you wait for your, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what is it? While you wait for your, your turn. Your turn to act. Yep. Okay. I guess that's it. That's it. Second episode, Tells Reboot. Stay well, stay healthy. Yes. And. Send us a message. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thank you for the messages to say that you were happy to hear us back. And. We will continue to find some interesting topics, ideas to talk about. If you have any, hello at tellspodcast.com. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye.